Hello, beautiful souls. You are now listening to Deep Chats with Chris Cypher. And this is your host, Chris Cypher. Tonight, I got a very special and unique episode for you. I'm going to be doing some hidden Bible ASMR. I got the rain in the background, and I'm pulling up the verses right now. This episode, we are going to be reading out of the book of the Secrets of Enoch. Starting at chapter 1. An account of the mechanisms of the world, showing the machinery of the sun and the moon in operation. Astronomy and an interesting ancient calendar. Sea creation, chapter 4. What the world was like before. is especially picturesque and a unique account of how Satan was created. There was a wise man, a great artificer, and the Lord conceived love for him and received him that he should behold the uppermost dwellings and be an eyewitness of the wise and great and inconceivable and immutable realm of God Almighty, of the very wonderful and glorious and bright and many-eyed station of the Lord's servants, and of the inaccessible throne of the Lord, and of the degrees and manifestations of the incorporeal host, and of the ineffable ministration of the multitude of the elements, and of the various apparition and inexpressible singing of the host of cherubim and of the boundless light. At that time, he said, When my 165th year was completed, I begat Methuselah. After this, too, I lived 200 years and completed all the years of my life, 365 years. On the first day of the first month, I was in my house alone and was resting on my couch and slept. And when I was asleep, great distress came up into my heart. And I was sleeping with my eyes in sleep. I was weeping with my eyes in sleep. And I could not understand what this distress was or what would happen to me. And there appeared to me two men, exceeding big, so that I never saw such on earth. Their faces were shining like the sun. Their eyes, too, were like a burning light. And from their lips was fire coming forth with clothing 
and seeking of various kinds in appearance purple their wings were brighter than gold their hands whiter than snow mm. they were standing at the head of my couch and began to call me by name and I arose from my sleep and saw clearly those two men standing in front of me and I saluted them and was seized with fear and the appearance of my face was changed from terror and these men said to me have courage Enoch do not fear the eternal God sent us to thee and lo thou shalt today ascend with us to the heaven and thou shalt tell thy sons and all thy household that they shall do without thee on earth in thy house and let no one seek thee till the Lord return thee to them and I made haste to obey them and went out from my house and made to the doors as it was ordered me and summoned my sons Methuselah and Regum and Giadad and made known to them all the marvels those men told me end of chapter 1 chapter 2 the instruction how Enoch instructed his sons listen to me my children I know not whither I go, or what will befall me. Now, therefore, my children, I tell you, turn not from God before the face of the vain, who made not heaven and earth, for thee shall perish, and those who worship them. And may the Lord make confident your hearts in the fear of him, and now, my children, let no one think to seek me until the Lord return me to you. Chapter 3 Of Enoch's Assumption How the angels took him in the first heaven It came to pass when Enoch told his sons that the angels took him on their wings and bore him up unto the heavens and placed him in the clouds and there I looked and again I looked higher and saw the ether and they placed me on the first heaven and showed me a very great sea greater than the earthly sea I'm just going to read through without differentiating the chapters now so it can run a little bit smoother Before my face the elders and rulers of the stellar orders and showed me two hundred angels who rule the stars and their services to the heavens and fly with their wings and come round all those who sail and here I looked down and saw the treasure houses 
the treasure house of the two, like oil of the olive, and the appearance of its form, as of all the flowers of the earth. Further, many angels guarding the treasure houses of these things, and how they are made to shut and open. And those men took me and led me up unto the great seventh, second heaven, and showed me darkness greater than earthly darkness. And there I saw prisoners hanging, watched, awaiting the great and boundless judgment. And these angels were dark-looking, more than earthly darkness, and incessantly making weeping through all hours. And I said to the men who were with me, Wherefore, with these are these incessantly tortured? They answered me, These are God's apostates, who obeyed not God's commands, but took counsel in their own will, and turned away with their prince, who also is fastened upon the fifth heaven. And I felt great pity for them, and they saluted me, and said to me, Man of God, pray for us to the Lord. And I answered them, O oh, am I a mortal man, that I should pray for angels, who knoweth whither I go, or what will befall me, or who will pray for me? And those men took me thence, and I and led me up to the third heaven, and placed me there. And I looked downwards, and sand the produced of these places, such as has never known for goodness. And I saw all the sweet flowering trees, and behold their fruits, which were sweet-smelling, and all the foods born of them bubbling with fragrant exaltation. And in the midst of the trees, that of life, in that place wherein the Lord resists, when he goes up into paradise, and this tree of ineffable goodness and fragrance, and adorned more than every existing thing, and vermilion, and fire-like, and covers all, and it has produce from all fruits, and its roots in the gardens at the end of the earth, and paradise is between corruptibility and incorruptibility, and two springs come out which send forth honey and milk, and their springs send forth oil and wine, and they separate into four parts, and go round with quiet course, and go down into the paradise of Eden, between corruptibility and incorruptibility.
and thence they go forth along the earth and have a revolution to their circle even as other elements and here there's no unfruitful tree and every place is blessed and there are three hundred angels very bright who keep the garden and with incessant sweet singing and never silent voices serve the Lord throughout all days and hours and I said how very sweet is this place and those men said to me this place O Enoch is prepared for the righteous who endure all manners of events from those that exasperate their souls who avert their eyes from iniquity and make righteous judgment and give bread to the hungering and cover the naked with clothing and rise up the following and help injured orphans and who walk without fault before the face of the Lord and serve him alone and for them is prepared this place for eternal inheritance and those two men led me upon the northern side and showed me there a very terrible place and there were all manners of tortures in that place cruel darkness and unilluminated gloom and there is no light there but murky fire constantly flameth aloft and there is a fiery river coming forth and that whole place is everywhere fire and everywhere there's frost and ice thirst and shivering while the bonds are very cruel and the angels fearful and merciless bearing angry weapons merciless torture and I said woe woe how very terrible is this place and those men said to me this place O Enoch is prepared for those who dishonor God who on earth practice sin against nature which is child corruption after the sodomic fashion magic making enchantments and devilish witchcrafts and who boast of their wicked deeds stealing lies calumnies envy rancor fornication murder and who accursed steal the souls of men who seeking the poor take away their goods and themselves wax rich injuring them for others men's goods who being able to satisfy the empty made the hungering to die being able to clothe strip the naked and who knew not their creator and bowed to the soulless gods who cannot see nor hear vain gods 
also build hewn images and bow down to unclean handiwork. For all these is prepared this place amongst these for eternal inheritance. These men took me and led me on to the fourth heaven and showed me all the successive goings and all the rays of the light of the sun and moon. And I measured their goings and compared their light and saw that the sun's light is greater than the moon's. Its circle and wheels on which it goes always like a wind going past with very marvelous speed and day and night has no rest. Its passage and return are accompanied by four great stars and each star has under it a thousand stars to the right of the sun's wheel and by four to the left each having it a thousand stars, altogether eight thousand, issuing the sun continually. And by day, fifteen myriads of angels attended, and by night a thousand, and six winged ones issue with the angels before the sun's wheel into the fiery flames. And a hundred angels kindle the sun and set it alight. And I looked and saw other flying elements of the sun, whose names are phoenixes and chalcedry, marvelous and wonderful, with feet and tails in the form of a lion and a crocodile's head. Their appearance is empurpled, like the rainbow. Their size is nine hundred measures. Their wings are like those of angels. Each has twelve, and they attend and accompany the sun, bearing heat and dew, as it is ordered them from God. Thus the sun revolves and goes and arises under the heaven, and its course goes under the earth. With the light of its ray, it is incessantly. Those men bore me away to the east, and placed me at the sun's gates, where the sun goes forth according to the regulations of the seasons and the circuits of the months of the whole year, and the number of the hours, day and night. And I saw six gates open, each gate having sixty-one stadia, and a quarter of one stadium. And I measured them truly, and understood their size to be so much through which the sun goes forth and goes to the west and is made even and rises throughout all the months and turns back again from six gates 
according to the succession of the seasons. Thus the period of the whole year is finished after the returns of the four seasons. And again, those men led me away to the eastern parts and showed me six great gates open, corresponding to the eastern gates, opposite to where the sun sets, according to the number of the days, 365 and a quarter. Thus again, it goes down to the western gates and draws away its light, the greatness of its brightness under the earth, for since the crown of its shining is in the heaven of the Lord, and guarded by four hundred angels, while the sun goes round on wheel under the earth, and stands seven great hours in the night, and when it comes to the eastern approach in the eighth hour of the night, it brings its lights and the crown of shining, and the sun flames forth more than fire. Then the elements of the sun, called phoenixes and shaktri, break into song. There, for every bird flutters with its wings rejoicing at the giver of light, and they broke into song at the command of the Lord. The giver of light comes to give brightness to the whole world, and the morning card takes shape, which is the rays of the sun. And the sun of the earth goes out and receives its brightness to light up the whole face of the earth. And they showed me this calculation of the sun's going. And the gates which it enters, these are the great gates of the computation of the hours of the year. For this reason, the sun is a great creation, whose circuit lasts twenty-eight years, and begins again from the beginning. They, the, those men showed me the other course, that of the moon, twelve great gates, crowned from east to west, by which the moon goes in and out of the customary times. It goes in the first gate to the western places of the sun. By the first gates with thirty-one days exactly. By the second gates with thirty-one days exactly. By the third with thirty days exactly. By the fourth with thirty days exactly. By the fifth with thirty-one days exactly. By the sixth with thirty-one days exactly. By the seventh with thirty-one days exactly. By the eighth with 
earth from the Lord's throne to the place of Ermon, and broke their vows on the shoulder of the hill Ermon, and saw the daughters of men, how good they are, and took to themselves wives, and befouled the earth with their deeds, though in all times of their age made lawlessness and mixing, and giants are born, and marvelous big men, and great enmity. And therefore God judged them with great judgment, and they weep for their brethren, and they will be punished on the Lord's great day. And I said to the Gregory, I saw your brethren and their works and their great torments, and I prayed for them. But the Lord has condemned them to be under earth, till heaven and earth shall end forever. And I said, Wherefore do you wait, brethren, and do not serve before the Lord's face, and have not put your services before the Lord's face, lest you anger your Lord utterly? And they listened to my admonition, and spoke to the four ranks in heaven. And lo, as I stood with those two men, four trumpets trumpeted together with great voice, and the Gregory broke into song with one voice, and their voice went up before the Lord pitifully and affectingly. And thence those men took me, and bore me up on to the sixth heaven. And there I saw seven bands of angels, very bright and very glorious, and their faces shining more than the sun shining, glistening. And there is no difference in their faces, or behavior, or manners of dress, and these make the orders, and learn the goings of the stars, and the alteration of the moon, or revelation of the sun, and the good government of the world. And when they see evil doing, they make commandments and instruction, and sweet and loud singing, and all songs of praise. These are the archangels who are above angels, measure all life in heaven and on earth, and the angels who are appointed over seasons and years, the angels who are over rivers and sea, and who are over the fruits of the earth, and the angels who are over every grass, giving food to all, to every living thing, and the angels who write all the souls of men, and all their deeds, and their lives before the Lord's face. In their midst are six phoenixes, and six cherubim, and six six-winged ones continually with one voice singing
one voice, and it is not possible to describe their singing, and they rejoice before the Lord at his footstool. And those two men lifted me up thence unto the seventh heaven, and I saw there a very great light and fiery troops of great archangels and corporal forces and dominions, orders and governments, cherubim and seraphim, thrones with many-eyed ones, nine regiments, the lawned stations of light, and I became afraid and began to tremble with great terror. And those men said to me, and led me after them, Have encouraged Enoch, do not fear, and showed me the Lord from afar, sitting on his very high throne. For what is there on the tenth heaven, since the Lord dwells here? On the tenth heaven is God, in the Hebrew tongue he is called Aravat, and all the heavenly troops would come and stand on the ten steps according to their rank, and would bow down to the Lord, and would go again to their places, in joy and felicity, singing songs in the boundless light, with small and tender voices, gloriously serving him. And the cherubim and seraphim standing about the throne, the six-winged angels and many-eyed ones, do not depart, standing before the Lord's face, doing his will, and cover his whole throne, singing with gentle voice before the Lord's face, Holy, 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 Lord, ruler of the Sabbath, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. When I saw these things, those men said unto me, Enoch, thus far it is commanded us to journey with thee. And those men went away from me. And thereupon I saw them not, and I remained alone at the end of the seventh heaven, and became afraid, and fell on my face, and said to myself, Woe is me, what has befallen me? And the Lord sent one of his glorious ones, the archangel Gabriel, and he said to me, have courage, Enoch, do not fear, arise before the Lord's face into eternity, arise and come with me. And I answered him and said in myself, My Lord, my soul is departed from me, from terror and trembling, and I called to them the men who led me to this place. 
on them I relied, and it is with them I go before the Lord's face. And Gabriel caught me up as a leaf caught up by the wind, and placed me before the Lord's face. And I saw the eighth heaven, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Musaloth, changer of the seasons, of drought and of light, and of the twelve signs of the zodiac, which are above the seventh heaven. And I saw the ninth heaven, which is called in Hebrew Kachavim. Where are the seven? Where are the heavenly homes of the twelve signs of the zodiac? On the tenth heaven, Erevoth, I saw the appearance of the Lord's face like iron made to glow in fire and brought out emitting sparks and it burns. Thus I saw the Lord's face, but the Lord's face is ineffable, marvelous, and very awful, and very, very terrible. And who am I to tell of the Lord's unspeakable being, and of his very wonderful face? And I cannot tell the quantity of his many instructions and variable voices and various voices. The Lord's throne, very great and not made with human hands, nor the quantity of those standing round him, tropes of cherubim, nor the incessant singing, nor his immutable beauty. And who shall tell of the ineffable greatness of the Lord? And I fell prone and bowed down to the Lord. And the Lord with his lips said to me, Have courage, Enoch. Do not fear. Arise and stand before my face into eternity. And the archistrate Michael lifted me up and led me before the Lord's face. And the Lord said to his servants, tempting them, Let Enoch stand before my face into eternity. And the glorious ones bowed down to the Lord and said, Let Enoch go according to thy word. And the Lord said to Michael, Go and take Enoch from his earthly garments and anoint him with my sweet ointment and put him into the garments of my glory. And Michael did thus as the Lord told him. He anointed me and dressed me and the appearance of that ointment is more great than light, and his ointment is sweet like dew, and its smell mild, shining like the sun's rays. And I looked at myself, and was like one of the glorious ones. And the Lord 
summoned one of his archangels by the name Peruvil, whose knowledge is quicker in the wisdom than the other archangels who wrote all of the deeds of the Lord. And the Lord said to Peruvil, Bring out the books from my storehouses and a reed of quick writing and give it to Enoch and deliver him the choice and comforting books out thy hand. And he was telling me all the works of heaven, earth, and sea, and all the elements, their passages and goings, and their thunderings and thunders, the sun and moon, the goings and changes of the stars and seasons, years, days and hours, the risings of the wind, the numbers of the angels, and the formation of their song, and all human things, the tongue of every human song and life, the commandments, instructions, and sweet voice singings, and all things that is fitting to learn. Then and Paduville told me all the things I have told thee we have written, said and write all the souls of mankind, however many of them born, and the places prepared for them to eternity. For all souls are prepared to eternity before the formation of the world. And all double thirty days and thirty nights. And I wrote out all things exactly and wrote three hundred and sixty-six books. And the Lord summoned me and said to me, Enoch, sit down on my left with Gabriel. And I bowed down to the Lord, and the Lord spoke to me, Enoch, beloved, all thou seest, all things that are standing finished, I tell thee to, even before the very beginning, all that I created from non-being, and visible things from invisible. Hear, Enoch, and take in these my words, for not to my angels have I told my secret, and I have not told them their rise, nor my endless realm, nor have they understood my creating, which I tell thee today. For before all things were visible, I alone used to go about in the invisible things, like the sun from the east to the west, and from west to east. But even the sun has peace in itself, while I found no peace, because I was creating all things and I conceived the thought of placing foundations and of creating visible creation. I commanded in the very lowest parts 
that visible things should come down from invisible. And a doyle came down very great, and I beheld him, and lo, he had a great belly of light. And I said to him, Become undone, a doyle, and let the visible come out of thee. And he was come undone, and a great light came out, and I was in the midst of the great light. And as he there is born light from light, there came forth a great age, and showed all creation which I had thought to create. And I said it was good. And I placed for myself a throne, and took my seat on it, and said to the light, Go thou up higher, and fix thyself above the throne, and be a foundation to the highest things. And above the light there is nothing else. And then I bent up, and looked up from my throne, and I summoned the very lowest a second time, and said, Let Arcus come forth hard, and he came forth hard from the invisible, and Arcus came forth hard, heavy, and very red, and I said, Be open, Arcus, and let there be born from thee. And he came undone, and age came forth, very great and very dark, bearing the creation of all lower things. And I said it was good, and said to him, Go thou down below, and make thyself firm, and be for a foundation for the lower things. And it happened. And he went down and fixed himself, and became the foundation for the lower things. And below the darkness there is nothing else. And I commanded, there should be taken from light and darkness. And I said, be thick. And it became thus, as I spread it out with the light, and it became water. And I spread it out over the darkness below the light. And then I made firm the waters, that is to say, the bottomless. And I made foundations of light around the water. And created seven circles from inside. And imagined it like crystal, wet and dry. That is to say, like glass and the circumcession of the waters, and the other elements. And I showed each one of them its road, and the seven stars, each one of them in its heaven, that they go thus, and I saw that it was good. And I separated between light and between darkness, that is to say, in the midst of the water, hither and thither. And I said to the light that it should be the day, and to the darkness that it should be the night, 
and there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And then I made firm the heavenly circle, and made connect that the lower water which is under heaven collect itself together into one whole, and that chaos become dry, and it became so. Out of the waves I created rock, hard and big. Out of rock. I piled up the dry, and I called it earth. In the midst of the earth I called abyss, that is to say bottomless. I collected the sea in one place and bound it together with a yoke. And I said to the sea, Behold, I give thee thy eternal limits, and thou shalt not break loose from thy component parts. Thus I made fast the firmament. This day I called me the first created, and for all the heavenly troops I imagined the image and essence of fire, and my eye looked at the very hard, firm rock, and from the gleam of my eye the lightning perceived its wonderful nature, which is both fire and water and water and fire, and one does not put out the other, nor does the one dry up the other. Therefore the lightning is brighter than the sun, softer than water, and firmer than a hard rock. And from the rock I cut off a great fire, and from the fire I created the orders of the incorporeal ten troops of angels, and their weapons are fiery, and their raiment a burning flame. And I commanded that each one should stand in his order. Here Satanel with his angels was thrown down from the height, and one from out of the order of angels having turned away with the order that was under him, conceived an impossible thought to place his throne higher than the clouds above the earth, that he might become equal in rank to my power. And I threw him out from the height of his angels, and he was flying in the air continuously above the bottomless. And then I created all the heavens, and the third day was, on the third day, I commanded the earth to make grow great and fruitful trees, and hills and seed to sow, and I planted paradise, and enclosed it, and placed as armies, guardians, flaming angels, and thus I created renewal. Then came evening and came morning, the fourth day. On the fourth day I commanded that there should be great lights on
circles. On the first uppermost circle, I placed the stars, Chrono. And on the second, Aphrodite. And on the third, Arius. On the fifth, Zeus. And on the sixth, Hermes. On the lesser, the moon. And adorned it with the lesser stars. The sun, that it should go according to each animal. Signs of the Zodiac. Twelve. And I appointed the succession of the months and their names and lives, their thunderings and their hour makings, how they should succeed. Then evening came and morning came, the fifth day. On the fifth day, I commanded the sea that it should bring forth fishes and feathered birds of many varieties, and all animals creeping over the earth, going forth over the earth on four legs, and soaring in the air, male, sex, and female, and every soul breathing the spirit of life. And there came evening, and there came morning, the sixth day, on the sixth day, I commanded my wisdom to create man from the seven consistencies. One, his flesh from the earth. Two, his blood from the dew. Three, his eyes from the sun. Four, his bones from the stone. Five, his intelligence from the swiftness of the angels. And from the cloud, six, his veins and his hair from the grass of the earth. Seven, his soul from my breath and from the wind. And I gave him seven natures to the flesh, hearing the sight for the eyes and the soul smell, the veins for touch the blood for taste, the bones for endurance to the intelligence sweetness. I conceived a cunning saying to say, I created man from this invisible, from the visible nature of both or his death and life and image. He knows speech like some created things small in greatness, and again great in smallness. And I placed him on earth, a second angel honorable, great and glorious. And I appointed him as ruler on earth, and to have my wisdom, and there was none like him of earth of all my existing creatures, and I appointed him a name from the four components, parts from the east, from west, from south, from north, and I appointed him four special stars, and I called his name Adam, 
and I showed him the two ways, the light and darkness. And I told him, this is good and not bad, that I should learn whether he has love towards me or hatred, that it be clear which in his race love me. For I have seen his nature, but he has not seen his own nature. Therefore, through not seeing, he will sin worse. And I said, after sin, is there but death? And I put sleep into him, and he fell asleep. And I took from him a rib and created his wife, that death should come to him by his wife. And I took his last word and called her name Mother, that is to say, Eva. Adam has life on earth, and I created a garden in Eden in the east, that he should observe the testaments and keep the command. I made the heavens open to him, that he should see the angels singing the song of victory and gloomless light. And he was continuously in paradise. And the devil understood that I wanted to create another world because Adam was lord on earth to rule and control it. The devil is the evil spirit of the lower places. As a fugitive, he made Santana from the heavens as his name was Santanel. Thus he became different from the angels but his nature did not change his intelligence as far as his understanding of righteous and sinful things. And he understood his condemnation and the sin of which he had sinned before. Therefore he conceived thought against Adam. In such form he entered and seduced Eva, but did not touch Adam. But I cursed ignorance. But what I had blessed previously, those I do not curse. I curse not man, nor the earth, nor the creatures, but man's evil fruit and works. After Adam's sin, God sends him away into the earth, whence I took thee but does not wish to ruin him for all years to come. I said to him, Earth, thou art, and into earth, whence? I took thee, thou shalt go, and I will not ruin thee, but send thee whence I took thee. Then I can again take thee at my second coming. And I blessed all of my creatures, visible and invisible. And Adam was five and a half hours in paradise. And I blessed the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, on which he rested from all his works. And I appointed the eighth day also, that the eighth day should be the first created after my work. And that the first seven 
revolve in the form of the seventh thousand, and that at the beginning of the eighth thousand there should be a time of not counting, endless, with neither years nor months, nor weeks nor days nor hours. And now, Enoch, all that I have told thee, all that thou hast understood, all that thou hast seen of heavenly things, and all that thou hast seen on earth, and all that I have written in books by my great wisdom, all these things I have devised and created from the uppermost foundation to the lower and to the end. There is no counselor nor inheritor to my creations. I am self-eternal, not made with hands and without change. My thought is my counselor. My wisdom and my word are made and my eyes observe all things, how they stand here and tremble with terror. If I turn away my face, then all things will be destroyed. And apply thy mind, Enoch, and know him who is speaking to thee, and take thy books which thou thyself hast written, and I give thee Samuel, and Raguel, who led thee up, and the books, and go down to earth, and tell thy sons all I have told thee, and all thou hast seen from the lower heavens up to my throne, and all the troops, for I created all forces, and there is none that resisteth me, or does not subject himself to me. For all subject themselves to my monarchy, and labor for my sole rule. Give them the books of the handwriting, and they will read them, and will know me for the creator of all things, and will understand how there is no other God but me. And let them distribute the books of thy handwriting, children to children, generation to generation, nation to nation. And I will give thee Enoch and my intercessor, the orchestrate Michael for the handwritings of thy fathers, Adam, Seth, Enos, Canaan, Mahayil, and Jared, thy father. They have rejected my commandments and my yoke Worth the seed has come up, not fearing God, and they would not bow down to me. But they have begun to bow down to vain gods, and denied my unity, and have laden the whole earth with untruths, offenses, abominable creatures, lecheries, namely, one with another and all manner of the other unclean wickedness, which are disgusting to relate. And therefore I will bring down a deluge, a deluge upon the earth, and will destroy all men, and the whole earth will crumble together, 
darkness. Behold, from their seed shall arise another generation much afterwards, but of them many will be very insatiate, insatiate, who he who raises that generation shall reveal to them the books of thy handwriting of thy fathers to them to whom he must point out the guardianship of the world to the faithful men and workers of my pleasure who do not acknowledge my name in vain and they shall tell another generation and those others having read shall be glorified thereafter more than the first. Now, Enoch, I give thee the term of thirty days to spend in thy house, and tell thy sons all thy household, that all may hear from my face what is told them by thee, that they may read and understand how there is no God other but me, and that they may always keep my commandments and begin to read and take in the books of thy handwriting. And after thirty days I shall send my angel for thee and he will take thee from earth and from thy sons to me. And the Lord called upon one of the angels, older, terrible, and menacing, and placed him by me in appearance white as snow, and his hands like ice, having the appearance of great frost, and he froze my face, because I could not endure the terror of the Lord, just as it is not impossible, just as it is not possible to endure a stove's fire and the sun's heat and the frost in the air. And then the Lord said to me, Enoch, if thy face be not frozen here, no man will be able to hold thy face. And the Lord said to those men who first led me up, Let Enoch go on to earth with you, and await him till the determined day. And they placed me by night on my couch, and Methuselah expecting my coming keeping watch by day, and by night at my couch, was filled with all when he heard my coming. And I told him, let all my household come together, that I tell them everything of my children, my beloved one. Hear my admonition of your father, as much as is according to the Lord's will. I have been let come to you today and announced to you not from my lips but from the Lord's lips all that is and was 
and all that is now, and all that will be till judgment day. For the Lord has let me come to you. Therefore, the words of my lips of a man's made big for you. But I am one who has seen the Lord's face like iron to glow from fire. It sends forth sparks and burns. You look now upon my eyes, the eyes of a man big with meaning for you. But I have seen the Lord's eyes shining like the sun's rays and filling the eyes of man with awe. You see now, my children, the white hand of a man that helps you. But I have seen the Lord's right hand filling heavens as he helped me. You see the compass of my work like your own. But I have seen the Lord's limitless and perfect compass, which has no end. You hear the words of my lips, as I heard the words of the Lord's, like great thunder, incessantly, with hurling of clouds. And now, children, hear the discourse of the Father of the earth. How fearful and awful it is to come before the face of the ruler of the earth. How much more terrible and awful it is to come before the ruler of heaven, the controller of the quick and dead, and of the heavenly truth. Who can endure that endless pain? And now, my children, I know all things, for this is from the Lord's lips, and this my eyes have seen from beginning to end. I know all things, and I've written all things into books, the heavens and their end and their plentitude, and all armies and their marchings. I have measured and described the stars, the great countless multitude of them. What man has seen their revolutions and their entrances? For not even angels see their numbers, while I have written all their names. And I measured the sun's circles and measured its rays, counted the hours. I wrote down to all things that go over the earth. I have written the things that are nourished, and all seeds sown and unsown, which the earth produces, and all plants, and every grass, and every flower, and their sweet smell, and their names, and the dwelling places of the clouds, and their composition, and their wings, and how they bear rain and raindrops. And I investigated all things, and wrote the road of the thunder, 
and violence. It hurled down the angry clouds and destroyed all things. I wrote the treasure houses of the snow and the storehouses of the cold and the frosty airs. And I observe their seasons keyholder. He fills the clouds with them and does not exhaust the treasure houses. And I wrote the resting places of the winds and observed and saw how their keyholders bear wing scales and measures. First put them in one wing scale, then in the other the weights and let them out according to the measure cunningly over the whole earth lest by heavy breathing they make earth to rock and I measured out the whole earth its mountains and all hills fields, trees, stones, rivers all existing things I wrote down the height from earth to seventh heaven, and downwards to the very lowest hell, and the judgment place, and the very great open and weeping hell. And I saw how the prisoners are in pain, expecting the limitless judgment, and I wrote down all those things being judged by the judge and their judgment and all their works. And I saw the forefathers from all time with Adam and Eva. And I sighed and broke into tears and said of the ruin of their dishonor, Woe is me for my infirmary and for that my forefathers and thought in my heart and said, Blessed is the man who has not been born, or who has been born, and shall not sin before the Lord's face, that he come not into this place, nor bring the yoke of this place. Saw so the keyholders and guards of the gates of hell, standing like great serpents, and their faces like extinguished lamps, and their eyes of fire, their sharp teeth. And I saw the Lord's works, how they are right, while the works of man are some good, and others bad, and in their works are known those who lie evilly. I, my children, measured and wrote out every work and every measure and every righteous judgment as one year is more honorable than another so is one man more honorable than another some for great possessions some for wisdom some for particular intellect some for cunning one for silence of lip, another for cleanliness, one for strength, another for comeliness, one for youth, another for sharp wit, one for 
shape of body, another for sensibility. Let it be heard everywhere, but there is none better than he who fears God. He shall be more glorious in time to come. The Lord with his hands having created man in the likeness of his own face, the Lord made man small and great. Whoever reviles the ruler's face and abhorns the Lord's face has despised the Lord's face and tie who vents anger on any man without injury. The Lord's great anger will cut him down. He who spits on the face of man reproachfully will be cut down at the Lord's great judgment. Blessed is the man who does not direct his heart with malice against any man and helps the injured and condemned and raises the broken down, and shall do charity to the needy. Because on the day of the great judgment, every weight, every measure, and every make-weight will be as in the market. That is to say, they are hung on scales and stand in the market, and everyone shall learn his own measure and according to his measure shall take his reward. Whoever hastens to make offerings before the Lord's face, the part the Lord for his part will hasten that offering by granting of his work. But whoever increases his lamp before the Lord's face and not make true judgment, the Lord will not increase his treasure in the realm of the highest. When the Lord demands bread, or candles, or flesh, or any other sacrifice, then that is nothing. But God demands pure hearts, and with all that only test the hearts of man. Hear my people, and take in the words of my lips. If anyone bring any gifts to an unearthly ruler, and have disloyal thoughts in his heart, and the ruler know this, will he not be angry with him, and not refuse his gifts, and not give him over to judgment? Or if one man make himself appear good, to the other by deceit of tongue, but have evil in his heart, then will not the other understand the treachery of his heart, and himself be condemned, since his untruth was plain to all? And what, when, and when the Lord shall send a great light, then there will be judgment for just and the unjust. And there no one shall escape notice. And now, my children, lay thought on your hearts. Mark well the words of your father, which are all come to you from the Lord's lips. 
take these books of your father's handwriting and read them. For the Lord's books are many, and in them you will learn all the Lord's works, all that has been from the beginning of creation and will be till the end of time. And if you will observe my handwriting, you will not sin against the Lord, because there is no other except the Lord, neither in heaven nor in earth, nor in the very lowest places, nor in the foundations. The Lord has placed the foundations in the unknown, and has spread forth heavens, visible and invisible. He fixed the earth on the waters, and created countless creatures. And who has counted the water? and the foundations of the unfixed, or the dust of the earths, or the sands of the sea, or the drops of the rain, or the morning dew, or the winds breathing. Who has filled earth and sea, and that indissoluble water? I cut the stars out of fire, and decorated heaven, and put it in their midst. That the sun go along the seven heavenly circles, and eighty-two thrones, that it go down on a short day, and again one hundred and eighty-two, that it go down on a big day, and he has two thrones on which he rests, resolving hither and thither, above the thrones of the months, from the seventh day of the month, Sivan, it goes down the month, Sivan, from the seventh of Sivan, it goes up, and thus it goes close to the earth, then the earth is, and makes grow its fruit, and when it goes away, then the earth is sad, and the trees and all fruits have no fluorescence. All this he measured with good measurement of hours, and fixed by a measure of his wisdom, of the invisible and the visible. From the invisible he made all things visible, himself being invisible. Thus I make known to you, my children, and distribute the books to your children, into all your generations, and amongst the nations who shall have the sense to fear God. Let them receive them, and may they come to love them more than any food or earthly sweets and read them, and apply themselves to them. And those who understand not the Lord, who fear not God, who accept not, but reject, who do not receive them, a terrible judgment awaits these. 
Blessed is the man who shall bear their yoke and shall drag them along, for he shall be released from the day of great judgment. I swear to you, my children, but I swear not by any oath, neither by heaven, nor by earth, nor by any other creature which God created. The Lord said, There is no oath in me, nor injustice, but truth. If there is no truth in men, let them swear by the words, Yea, yea, or else, Nay, nay. I swear to you, yea, yea, that there has been no man in his mother's womb, but that already before, even to each one, there is a place prepared for the repose of the soul, and a measure fixed how much it is intended that a man be tried in this world. Yea, children, deceive not yourselves, for there has been previously prepared a place for every soul of man. I have put every man's work in writing, and none born on earth can remain hidden, nor his works remain concealed. I see all things. Now therefore, my children, in patience and meekness, spend the number of your days that you inherit endless life. Endure for the sake of the Lord every wound every injury, every evil word or attack. If ill requitals before you, return them either to your neighbor or enemy, because the return them not either to your neighbor or enemy, because the Lord will return them for you, and be your avenger on the day of great judgment that there be no avenging here among men. Whoever of you spends gold or silver for his brother's sake, he will receive ample treasure in the world to come. Injure not widows, nor orphans, nor strangers, lest God's wrath come upon you. Stretch out your hands to the poor, According to your strength, hide not your silver in the earth. Help the faithful man in affliction, and affliction will not find you in time of trouble. And every grievous and cruel yoke that come upon you, bear all for the sake of the Lord, and thus you will find your reward. It is good to go morning, midday, and evening, into the Lord's dwelling, for the Lord, glory of your Creator, because every breathing thing glorifies Him, and every creature, visible and invisible, returns in praise. Blessed is the man who opens his lips in paradise, of God, of Sabbath, and praises the Lord with his heart. 
Cursed every man who opens his lips for the bringing into contempt and calumny of his neighbor, because he brings God into contempt. Blessed is he who opens his lips, blessing and praising God. Cursed is he before the Lord all the days of his life who opens his lips to curse and abuse. Blessed is he who blesses all the Lord's works. Cursed is he who brings the Lord's creation into contempt. Blessed is he who looks down and rises the fallen. Cursed is he who looks to and is eager for the destruction of what is not his. Blessed is he who keeps the foundations of his fathers made firm from the beginning. Cursed is he who perverts the decrees of his forefathers. Blessed is he who implants peace and love. Salam, 
Having answered his father, Enoch said, What is agreeable to thy eyes, father, that I may make before thy face, that thou mayest bless it, bless our dwellings and thy sons, and that thy people may be made glorious through thee, and then that thou mayest depart thus, as the Lord said. Enoch answered his son Methuselah, and said, Here, child, from the time when the Lord anointed me with the ointment of his glory, there has been no food in me, and my soul remembers not earthly enjoyment, neither do I want anything earthly. My child, Methuselah, summon all thy brethren in our household, and the elders of the people, that I may talk to them, and depart as is planned for me. And Methuselah made haste, and summoned his brethren, Regamrim and Ochan, Jerah, Gedad, and all the elders from the people of the, before the face of his father Enoch. And he blessed them, and said to them, Listen to me, my children, today, in those days, when the Lord came down the earth for Adam's sake, and visited all his creatures which he created himself, after all these he created Adam, and the Lord called all the beasts of the earth, all reptiles, and all birds that soar in the air, and brought them all before the face of our father Adam, and gave the names to all living on earth. And the Lord appointed him over all, and subjected to him all things under his hands, and made them dumb, and made them dull, that they be commanded of man, and be in subjection and obedience to him. Thus also the Lord created every man Lord over all his possessions. <clears throat> the Lord will not judge a single soul of beasts for man's sake, but adjudges the souls of men to their beasts in this world, for men have a special place. And every soul of man is according to number. Similarly, beasts will not perish, nor all souls of beasts, which the Lord created to the great judgment, and they will accuse men if he feed them ill. Whoever defiles the soul of beasts defiles his own soul, for man brings clean animals to make sacrifice for sin that he may have cure of his soul. And if they bring for sacrifice clean animals and birds, man has cure, he cures his soul. All is given for you food, binded by the forefeet, that is to make good the cure. He cures his soul, but whoever kills beasts without wounds, kills his own soul and defiles his flesh and he who 
does any beast any injury whatsoever in secret. It is an evil practice, and he defiles his own soul. He who works the killing of a man's soul kills his own soul and kills his body, and there is no cure for him for all time. He who puts a man in any snare shall stick in it himself, and there is no cure for him for all time. He who puts a man in any vessel, his retribution will not be wanting at the great judgment for all time. He who works crookedly or speaks evil against any soul will not make judgment for himself for all time. And now, my children, keep your hearts from every injustice which the Lord hates. Just as a man asks for his own soul from God, so let him do every living soul, because I know all things. How in the great time and many mansions prepared for men, good for the good and bad for the bad, without number many. Blessed are those who enter the good houses, for in the bad there is no peace, nor return. Here, my children, small and great, when a man puts a good thought in his heart, brings gifts from his labors before the Lord's face, and his face and his hands made them not, then the Lord will turn away his face from the labor of his hand, and he cannot find the labor of his hands. And his hands made it, but his heart murmured, and his heart ceased not making murmur incessantly. He has not any advantage. Blessed is the man who in his patience brings his gifts with faith before the Lord's face, because he will find forgiveness of his sins. But if he take back his words before the time, there is no repentance for him. And if the time pass, and he does not of his own will what is promised, there is no repentance after death. Because every work which man does before the time is all deceit before men and sin before God. When man clothes naked and feels the hungry, he finds reward from God. But if his heart murmur, he commits a double evil, ruin of himself and of that which he gives. And for him there will be no finding of reward on account of that. And if his own heart is filled with his food and his own flesh, with his clothing, he commits content and forfeit all his endurance of poverty and will not find reward of his good deeds. Every proud 
the Lord's great judgment shall be collected in the great aeon. For the righteous, the great aeon will begin, and they will live eternally. And then, too, there will be amongst them neither labor, nor sickness, nor humiliation, nor anxiety, nor need, nor violence, nor night, nor darkness, but great light. And they shall have a great indestructible wall, and a paradise bright and incorruptible. For all corruptible things shall pass away, and there will be eternal life. And now, my children, keep your souls from all injustice, such as the Lord's hate, Lord hates. Walk before his face with terror and trembling. And serve him alone. Bow down to the true God, not to dumb idols, but bow down to his picture and bring all just offerings before the Lord's face. The Lord hates what is unjust, for the Lord sees all things. When man takes thought in his heart, then he counsels the intellects, and every thought is always before the Lord, who made firm the earth, and put all creatures on it. If you look to heaven, the Lord is there. If you take thought of the seas deep and all under earth, the Lord is there. For the Lord created all things. Bow not down to things made by man, leaving the Lord of all creation. Because no work can remain hidden before the Lord's face. Walk, my children, in long-suffering, in meekness, honesty, in provocation, in grief, in faith, and in truth, in reliance on promises, in illness, in abuse, in wounds, in temptation, in nakedness, in privation. Loving one another until you go out from this age of ills that you become inheritors of endless time. Blessed are the just who shall escape the great judgment, for they shall shine forth more than the sun sevenfold. For in this darkness the seventh part is taken from all. Light. Darkness, food, enjoyment, sorrow, paradise, torture, fire, frost, and other things he put all down in writing that you may read and understand. When Enoch talked to the people, the Lord sent out darkness onto the earth, and there was darkness, and it covered those men standing with Enoch, and they took Enoch up on the highest heaven where the Lord is, and he received him, and placed him before his face, and the darkness went off from the earth, and light came up again, and people saw and understood not how Enoch had been taken and glorified. God found a roll in which is traced the invisible God, and all went to their homes. He was taken up to heaven on the first day.
of the months to, th to Zivon and remain in heaven sixty days. He wrote all these signs of all creation, which the Lord created, and wrote three hundred and sixty-six books, and handed them over to his sons, and remained on earth thirty days, and was taken up to heaven on the month of Tisivan, on the very day and hour he was born. As every man's nature in this life is so dark, so are also his conception, birth, and departure from this life. What hour he was conceived in the hour he was born, and at that hour, too, he died. Methuselah and his brethren, all the sons of Enoch, made haste and erected an altar at a place called Ashuan, whence and where Enoch had been taken up to heaven. And they took sacrificial oxen and summoned all people and sacrificed the sacrifice before the Lord's face. All people, the elders of the people and the whole assembly came to the feast and brought gifts to the sons of Enoch. They made a great feast rejoicing and making merry three days, praising God who hath given them such a sign through Enoch, who had found favor with him, and that they should hand it on to their sons from generation to generation, from age to age.